Good morning. This is the January 11th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we're talking about what monumental WWF first took place on this day in 1993. Well, even though I'm writing this in October, I'm sure by the time it reaches your ears, there will be little to no mystery about what this special moment is. I would wager that two days ago, WWE spent a fair amount of time and effort celebrating the fact that January 11th, 1993, yes, that's 30 years ago, the WWF debuted Raw on the USA Network live from the Grand Ballroom at the Manhattan Center in New York City. Raw would replace WWF Primetime Wrestling, which had also been airing on USA Networks on Monday nights since January of 1985 but it was the new format that made the chain significant and special. Whereas primetime wrestling was cobbled together matches from multiple house shows that had been taped weeks in advance with the commentary recorded after the fact, Raw was presented live from the venue, giving it more of a you are here with us vibe. This was in contrast to not only their own format, but also popular formats of other companies who recorded matches and interviews live, but on tiny television sound stages. The first episode was far less spectacular than we might romanticize in our memories because of its long-term importance to the industry. It opened with Sean Mooney welcoming us to New York City from the cold January streets of Manhattan, just in time to see Bobby Heenan furious to find out he had been replaced as a host and unable to get inside the sold-out Manhattan Center. We go inside to be greeted by Vince McMahon himself, joined by Macho Man Randy Savage and Rob Bartlett. Yeah, remember Rob Bartlett as part of Monday Night Raw? I'll never truly understand this move. Sure, he was a professional comedian, and that quick wit could come in handy as part of the announce team, but you already had a man with as quick a wit as has ever been seen in the wrestling industry on the payroll in Bobby Heenan. Bartlett was known for being the young-ish, hip-ish member of the Imus in the Morning radio show. And when I say young-ish and hip-ish, I mean that only in comparison to the rest of the Imus crew. But as wildly popular as that show might have been in the home territory of New York and many other syndicated radio markets, if you were an angsty 90s teen, that was your dad's radio show of choice at best. Howard Stern had long since left Imus in the dust with the younger crowd that would be Raw's target audience. Compound that with the fact that Bartlett wasn't even a wrestling fan and would often make the kind of mistakes that only come from not knowing the product, like his very first sentence where he referred to the company's up-and-coming, undefeated monster heel as Yokozuma, and it was no surprise that Hina would be back where he belonged doing color commentary by April. But I digress. Back to the debut episode. Our first match was Coca Beware versus the aforementioned Yokozuna. Bartlett would continue to beat the dead horse with an average of about five morning radio-style easy fat jokes per minute, but he would manage one decent comment where he punctuated the match-ending bonsai drop with the line, record players just skipped in Guam. This was already the age of the CD, however, so even though that line made me chuckle, the fact that he was out of his element still shined through. Next, we cut to a pre-recorded Bobby Heenan promo for Narcissus the iteration of Lex Luger that would go on to become the narcissist because who the hell wants to say narcissus over and over again in promos. The second match featured the Steiner brothers, 
making quick work of the executioners, one of which was actually Dwayne Gilbert Gill, while Doink the Clown traipsed conspicuously through the audience in the background. We head back outside to see Bobby Heenan in drag, trying to get inside to see his quote-unquote nephew, Rob Bartlett. Mooney quickly unwigs Heenan, and we get the quick chuckle we were going for. Heenan still can't get access to the building. Back inside for a Vince McMahon in-ring interview with Razor Ramon about his upcoming Royal Rumble title opportunity against WWF champ Bret Hart. After that, Shawn Michaels and Max Moon, a.k.a. Conan, give us a taste of some actual wrestling when they go ten and a half minutes for Shawn's baby blue strapped Intercontinental Championship. Michaels retains with a high crotch Saito suplex of sorts to get the three count, but Conan makes a good showing of his in-ring skills. I was reminded within the first minute of the broadcast how much I loathe Vince McMahon as a commentator, and now more than halfway through the show, I'm reminded just how much Vince loves to lean into a catchphrase, as for about the tenth time of the night, they follow the mention of the new show's title, Raw, with the tagline, Uncut, Uncensored, and Uncooked. Okay, we get it. Mean Gene plugs the upcoming Royal Rumble, and we get dueling promos from the estranged Rockers in preparation for HBK's intercontinental title defense against former partner Marty Jannetty, followed by promos from Rumble hopefuls Mr. Perfect, Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Back to the streets where now Bobby Heenan is trying to pass himself off as Rob Bartlett's uncle, who apparently is an Orthodox Jewish gentleman. Yeah, that shit wouldn't fly today, but this is 1993, after all. Again, the clever Mooney sees through Bobby's ruse, and Heenan remains on the chilly streets with the fans that are in line already for tickets for next week's Raw. Borrowing just a little from their old format, we get a segment replayed from that week's superstars showing the Reverend Slick getting between Kamala and his handlers as the Ugandan giant is being mistreated by Kimchi and Harvey Whippleman. Slick eats a right hand from Kimchi, but Kamala makes the save and an apparent face turn when he chases off his handlers. Your main event sees The Undertaker squashing Damian Demento in under two and a half minutes with a tombstone pile driver to end the night. The show was not stellar by any means. The 10-minute Michaels-Max Moon match was more bell-to-bell time than the other three matches combined. But the importance of this evening can't be undersold. This was a shift in how wrestling and storylines were presented. And while wrestling programming has continued to evolve in the 30 years since, this debut episode is still the very recognizable ancestor of damn near every wrestling show you see today. Raw has gone on to become the longest-running episodic television show in history, having aired more than 1,500 episodes in its 30-year history and counting. And it all started in the Manhattan Center on this day, January 11th, 1993. Well, that's our show for today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about the debut of Raw, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com groups slash wrestling news show or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, click join and we'll let you in to talk about this or any historical wrestling topic. And if we don't see you there, we'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.